0: To the World is Fucked podcast where we talk about the, all the reasons the world is fucked. I'm Brianna.
1: I'm Lauren. <laughs> are we okay? No. No. This is a late night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So today we're going to talk about why conservatorships are fucked.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm all ears. So, when we think
0: conservatorships, who are you thinking? Britney Spears. Exactly. Face of conservatorships. Mm-hmm. Would you say conservatorships in their peak era or their flop era?
1: I think they've always been in their flop
0: era. Okay. More so, I think, because Britney Jean yeah. is now being plastered as someone who was trapped and mm-hmm. one yeah go ahead
1: no i'm just like imagining in like the 1910s though it was like a woman was like i actually don't like when you hit me and then she was in a conservatory you know what i mean has it ever been
0: i I feel like a woman in the 1910s was never not in a conservatory yeah yeah yeah, that's just what he was like (laughs) yeah that was just life actually yeah fair also like i think that that's a good point like listeners call and tell us any men that you know of yeah Actually, mm-hmm. Instagram us um, at the World is Fucked Podcast and let us know of any men you know at in the conservatorship. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of any.
1: Yeah. I guess I would only imagine, like, very old men. And yeah. then it's like that's more of a conversation on how our society views the elderly. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, men in their early life. Right. Are there any? I'm thinking, like... The chaotic men
0: that we've all been exposed to mm-hmm. who have just been given pats on the head and been like, It's okay, sweetheart. Yeah. They'll get over it. Like, every single person who's ever done a jackass movie Yeah. has needed to be in a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Like, could not have <laughs> taken care of their own funds correctly and mm-hmm. probably had a CTE. Like, right.
1: I feel 100%. I yeah. feel
0: comfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I, I, I'm going to talk about, like, sort of the racial politics of, like, controlling someone's money and likeness. But, like, if Britney went to an inside a conservatorship conservatorship for, like, smoking a little weed and shaving her head, what should Kanye have been in? Like, that's a lot of money for (laughs) a person who calls Chris, Chris Jong Un, which was a great name.
1: Yeah. Him and (laughs) and Trump, it's, like... They
0: are great at bullying
1: those nicknames yeah i mean to be a gemini man like every nickname is just like oh like you hate to laugh but it's just like and that was the funniest thing i heard in a minute yeah
0: like when trump said ted cruz's wife looks like a dog on stage and then the the petty cnn cameras pan to his wife Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you decide (laughs) like does she look like a dog related (laughs)
1: I feel like those memes where they say Jamie Lynn Spears looks like Ted Cruz in a blonde wig. Isn't she? And I've never unseen it. It Isn't is uncanny.
0: She has a, a like a, a vocal, like verbal thing that pisses me off. Okay. She says dick takes instead of dictates. Mm-hmm. And she says it a <laughs> lot in her like being Jamie Lynn or whatever yeah. bullshit book she yeah. has. Dictates dict and I'm like, <laughs> Jamie, like <laughs> right. why would you write a book and your sister was trapped in her home home? Right. Like, why would you think we going to hear from you? Mm-hmm. So who I am going to talk about today is Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back a little bit to give some background on our girl Wendy, whom I love. I've always had a love-hate relationship with her. And the more recent years it's turned to just love. Like mm-hmm. You have to realize, or well, I have had to realize that some people are just going to be outrageous. They don't mean it maliciously. Mm-hmm. They just say things because that's how they feel. And one day I hope to aspire to even have that kind of removal of my filter. Mm-hmm. But she has it. Smart enough to monetize it. Smart enough to sustain that monetization. And now it's at risk. Um So Wendy started off as a radio host in New Jersey, like for so many people like podcasters now, like can trace our acceptance into the mainstream to Wendy. She was one of the first people to be like, I ain't fucking journalist, but like (laughs) I have tea, I have gossip. I know how to talk to people. I know how to make you want to come back. And like, that's, That's something that's special. Like, yeah, can't be taught. You think about like iconoclasts in like each category, and the reason why they are iconoclasts is because they become, they break the mold, and then they open up the floodgates such that you forget that they were a pioneer. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what makes them so iconic. Mm -hmm. Like, They become a dime a dozen because they show me so many people that they can take that rope. She married a man named Kevin Hunter, experienced a bunch of pregnancy loss, finally had her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., who is now, I believe, if not in college, like just graduated.
1: Okay. He's pretty young. Yeah.
0: Recently, I think, and I'll have to check the facts or whatever. Um, like 2018, I believe, Kevin and Wendy, Kevin Sr. and Wendy split because it came to light that Kevin had another baby outside the relationship. Mm-hmm. So not only did he have a mistress, not only was he spending Wendy's money on this person, yeah. he like had a baby. Yeah, And the woman lived like not too far away. Oh, okay. So, this was like some real journalism that took place, like from the New York Post who broke it. Like, they took photos of the mailbox and Kevin and the woman's name oh, were in wow. it. They, like, have pictures of her going to the gynecologist's office. Like, they are, like, it's some real deal, like, m- craziness. Wendy is like, that's actually a little bit too much for me. I'm going to file for no yeah. more. It said that Kevin caused the rift between Wendy and so many people in her life because Mm -hmm. he was so controlling and he was one of those, I'm your husband and your manager, which I don't know if, I don't think that we have a lot of evidence that that's a good idea.
1: I don't think it is. Like, (laughs) I'm not going
0: to judge people, but I'm saying, based on like the examples we have, it seems like you shouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) Is there a successful, like familial, partner, manager, child, manager, partner relationship, like.
0: I think if you're going to be a good manager, you sacrifice the, the it's a personal relationship with right. The person. And if you're going to be a good partner, you're not a good manager. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it, like I, everyone I can think of, I'm just like, I feel that they have made their children products. And whether or not. Like, yeah. like when I think of the Kardashians, I feel like part of their brand is that they love their mom. And if it were not, yeah. they would not have that relationship almost, you know? Yeah. Scary. Okay. Sorry.
0: No, I get it. I, I like, I appreciate you saying that. Um, and so we have this kind of weird relationship where she's breaking away from him. And then 2019, wendy says i think pretty publicly and pretty bravely which turned the tide for me and my heart for her more firmly that she as a result of her divorce has fallen back into a pattern of addiction Mm -hmm. she has a history of addiction specifically cocaine um but you know there's periphery addictions that come along with the main one and I believe she relapsed with alcohol okay. and so she was doing an outpatient treatment and it sounds from what she described pretty intensive Okay. so like she would film the Wendy show and immediately go back to the halfway house
1: oh wow
0: she would wake up yeah get dressed there go to her groove do all that and then film yeah and then come back
1: Okay. Well, yeah, that's like really intense.
0: And at this time, I believe her son Kevin Jr. was going to college. She, her family life is based in New Jersey, New York tri-state area. Her son Kevin Jr. was going to college in Atlanta at Morehouse, an all boys, historically mm-hmm. black college, and was learning was really tra- chasing his black manhood mm-hmm. and seeing his father like kind of betray everything he's known about yeah. like his family and like what is important and I don't, I don't know if we if there's ever been any like in the public eye discussion of what that must mean especially up until there was a confrontation between the kevin's kevin senior kevin yeah Sr.,
1: yeah where
0: they literally physically fought and the police were called and apparently one of them at least was kevin jr at least was cited and mm. maybe arrested i'm unclear on the details and of course i could have sure up the details but that's not that's not the part of the story i'm yeah. here to tell yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway i know that there was a court hearing where kevin senior was like no like don't don't like arrest my son or like whatever like it was an interpersonal matter but like imagine like, seeing all that your mom has been through. Mm -hmm. Wendy historically and publicly has, like, other health issues going on. She has Graves' disease and, like, lymphedema, which create, like, fluid and hormone imbalances. And it's really changed her body a lot. And she's also said that her body image is very important to her. She's Mm -hmm. a very tall woman. Um, And really, like, kind of has an imposing like physical stature. Mm-hmm. And so like any weight, um, even if it's like fat or fluid is like very impactful on her. So he's seen like her mentally and emotionally go through this and then seen publicly his dad like sort of betray mm-hmm. that unit all at a time where he's about to leave.
1: Yeah.
0: I beat his ass too. Like <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It changes like how you view yourself. Like mm-hmm. Was this all a lie? Like,
1: right.
0: How should I treat women? Respect right. women. Like yeah. do you want me to respect my mom? Like, as a teenager, yeah. I'm sure he was like, I don't know, had moments where he wasn't like very happy with his mom. Mm-hmm. Like
1: <laughs> yeah. he was
0: a teenage boy and like having I'm assuming interjecting that he was reinforced like respect your mother, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like you're not. you're a liar like you've done this you've broken up our family you've created such a disturbance for us
1: well and being in the public eye I think Mm -hmm. just makes all of that like so much more amplified like especially yeah you I don't know I would think if you had to watch your mom and and especially in the way that she has been sort of ridiculed by the public or, or really put into this box like I'm sure he felt very strongly about her and felt very protective, and then yeah. to have that like kind of thrown back with your own dad, I would think would be very difficult
0: absolutely so twenty nineteen Wendy talks about her public struggle with um overcoming this relapse um and during that time, she is i think almost better than ever.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: she is like using her previous connections to have more deeper have deeper conversations and deeper engagement with hot topics like her and Nene from Mill Housewives of Atlanta like they have a love hate relationship and she would like call Nene on the show
1: yeah like
0: what's going on with the season like all of this like I thought like she was more clear headed and more understanding of her purpose in that moment Mm -hmm. Then I think a lot of people. She ends up producing her own biopic or biopic, I don't know how people say it. And a lifetime movie. And like she's always talked about wanting to have a life, I have a a film about her life. And she's able to go deeper and have a whole like tell-all interview to accompany that. And that takes like a lot, yeah. like physically, never mind emotionally and mentally to like go back and go through all that. And then like I'd say right before COVID. There's, like, a weird downturn where she's not quite remembering as much. But, like, maybe it's stress. Like, maybe she's just older. Like, she is literally aging before our eyes. And which one of us... And, like, honestly, like, keeping up with the kids, like, is not Mm -hmm. something I don't think many of us can do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: she's kept up with multiple generations of BS at this point. Yeah,
1: yeah, truly. And this
0: is where we get like the meme of her calling Dua Lipa Dula Peep. Like she's not quite keeping names all together. Although, if you've never seen the name Dua Lipa, right. you might call her Dula Peep. <laughs> um,
1: Dula Peep is a classic.
0: And like one of my favorite Wendy memes also comes from this era, which is like clap if you ever wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part is the audience is like clapping like yeah yes. Yes. <laughs> every day um so like she's still producing content at levels that chloe kardashian wishes like mm-hmm. also could never like yeah. <laughs> and then like through the pandemic and like coming out of reduced restrictions there's like a virtual show and I, I I think there's a lot to say for like the way that your mental and emotional health deteriorates being Mm -hmm. isolated
1: yeah for sure and still
0: like better than what we've seen from like a lot of the daytime Mm -hmm. girls like Mm -hmm. I've never seen Rachel Ray give us like a memeable moment the girl Mm -hmm. is like Delish
1: EVOO (laughs) oh yeah she does EVOO like let it go girl let it go. I have not thought about Rachel Ray in, like, a good 12 years. And she still has a show. Has she? Unfortunately. It's still airing? It's, like, on?
0: Um, maybe. I, I saw it, a new show recently, and mm-hmm. I knew it was a new show because it had, like, a newer person on there. Okay. Okay. Um, And I said, wow. She's cool. got something on somebody.
1: Who's keeping that on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's watching? Like, who's
0: keeping Arby's open?
1: What if, like, Rachel Ray found this podcast and was like, I am your... Twelfth listener, <laughs> and you're going you're gonna say this shit about me. <laughs> like,
0: I'm not posting you on my
1: Instagram. <laughs> I get blocked. And you get oh. like doxxed. Like no one ever, no one ever talks to Cigar. again.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I wish like anyway.
1: I, right, I would. Could you imagine like the being able like, right like, two truths and a lie? I have public beef with Rachel Ray <laughs> <laughs> and like, whatever else. I love about that. I've been blocked by a couple people on Instagram. who? T.I. Not t- What did you do um, that got I, his attention? Um... I... Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Bullying works. Mm-hmm. Iggy mm-hmm. Azalea has blocked me. Okay.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. She blocks people a lot though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I...
0: After... She, there was video released of her being cheated on I think she released a video mm-hmm. of her being cheated on by that basketball player I was like I, I commented like chewed it, chewed it, you <laughs> got cheated on <laughs> like in her voice and it got like a thousand likes and she blocked me <laughs> uh-huh. so I just her so good let's get back to the talk. okay yeah <laughs> So, Wendy's been through a lot. And when February of 2022, there's like a couple reports that come out. Like, Mm -hmm. she's in the middle of a season. There's still a, uh, I think she goes on like a mid-season break that she's supposed to come back. And like, kind of doesn't. Like, um, there's a report that she had COVID. And then shortly after that report, she was taken to the hospital for psychiatric issues. People close to her said that she had been acting erratically, being hypersexual, masturbating, Mm -hmm. like inappropriately, like in front of people. And she was behaving erratically in general. So they took her to receive psychiatric services and it was like, when you'll be back, we'll just have a string of interim hosts in the in the meantime. One of those hosts is Sherry Shepard, whom I do not like. (laughs) And we'll get back to that bitch in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Then, like literally about a month ago, Wendy posts, she's no longer using like the Wendy Williams show Instagram. She has like another Instagram.
1: Oh, okay. um,
0: Where she is pretty calmly saying like, I have been blocked from accessing my own funds from Wells Fargo. And it's like public record. Yeah. Wells Fargo, the bank, like the one that had to be bailed out. Yeah. Um, so I, if I were her, I would not comment on anybody's financial status.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that's how you know capitalists have gotten too comfortable. Wells Fargo suggested and like started the process of creating a financial conservator for Wendy Williams, which was recently put into place. Wendy, who okay was masturbating but like and was maybe like had some mental health issues Mm -hmm. due to the pandemic which of us haven't yeah received help because she had the means to receive help like is now being punished right based on what arbitrary rules Wells Fargo has not released a statement as far as I'm concerned, if it's right. my money, mm-hmm. I can yeah. pull it all out of the bank. Right. Burn it yeah, that's in the middle of yeah. the
1: street. Yeah and piss on it. Like right. those, those are my
0: rights. Like right. we as a country talk about freedoms, privacy, freedom from mm-hmm. surveillance, freedom from regulations from institutions that are external to yes. us, freedom from government oversight and now we have a financial institution, a government over a government system, the courts, converging to block a woman from her money.
1: Yeah. Wild. Who is the who did they assign?
0: Wells Fargo appointed guardian Lori Schiller, who is Wendy Williams' former financial advisor. Oh. Wendy names Lori in her Instagram video message multiple times. As of March t- March 17, 2022, Wendy has filed a restraining order against the bank, Wells mm-hmm. Fargo. And I think that sets a scary precedent mm-hmm. the way that Wells Fargo is acting mm-hmm. and the way that Wendy is reacting, which yeah. I don't think she's wrong, but it sets up Wells Fargo as an individual. yeah, And it treats the bank as an individual in the eyes of yeah. A law. Yeah, I don't think that banks should be given right the same rights as right. individuals. Like we are getting into terrible, yeah. like deep late capitalist muddy waters. Yeah, here.
1: yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I keep I feel like I keep interrupting. But yeah. I think like I was talking about this with someone recently in regards to like the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. And I think sometimes when like the public views celebrities or public figures going through things like this, mm. it feels really far removed. But there's not the understanding that every single court case has consequences for people. It does set precedents and that yeah. can always be looked back on. And and cited in future court cases yeah. that will not be public figures, that will be mostly okay. Yeah. I'm mostly referring to those two, not Wendy necessarily, but, yeah. like, that will mostly be okay regardless of what happens. And I just don't understand why, like, individual, like, public people yeah. are rooting for bad court... Precedence to be set. Yeah. Like I just don't get because what they like a pirate? Like I just I don't.
0: I think in their minds, the precedence that's being set is securing their ability to be heard in the future. So there's right. a fundamental misunderstanding of what men go through in court. Yeah. They believe that if claims of domestic violence are heard against men, mm-hmm. then Automatically, they'll be presumed guilty when the overwhelming evidence says that that's untrue.
1: Yeah, that's what's so wild. I think I I remember we're like getting kind of off track, but that's I know. But no, that's this is
0: this is one of the reasons why I want to talk about it because there's so many offshooting issues and nobody is talking about why this is so messed up.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking too, like when men will complain, or I will, I have heard men many times say. That when men and women are fighting for custody, yeah, the women are always going to get it, and statistically, it is more likely that men will get custody if they're fighting for yeah. custody. But what actually happens is that <laughs> men are not fighting for, for custody. You know what I mean? like you will get what you
0: ask for ninety percent right. of the time. Right, ninety percent of the if time. If you
1: want full custody, like you're gonna. My parents had a custody battle because my dad wanted us less. And so like that's like more likely to happen yeah. I'm like it's more likely that the man's gonna be like mm, mm. I'm single for the first time in 20 years yeah you are absolutely not staying at my new apartment yeah on the weekends but like absolutely I, I think also like when
0: men don't get what they're asking for mm-hmm. the judge is usually like I can give you more custody but having 50-50 custody is ridiculous like yeah our, are the kids supposed to go to one school one week mm-hmm. and one school another week? Like yeah. in or like what are they just supposed to do online schooling to accommodate your schedules? Like there is a lot of evidence that things like 50-50 custody are inherently damaging.
1: Well, and it's like you have to be so willing to compromise. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're seeking 50-50 custody, you have to be fully committed to co-parenting. Yeah in a way that is almost similar to being married yeah. still where it's like you aren't moving out of the school district you're yeah. staying close you're maintaining a good relationship with the other parent and that's constant the communication part of it
0: typically they ask for 50/50 custody so that the mother cannot move
1: yeah so that
0: they maintain that control wild and so as a mom I would mm-hmm. say 50 50 no you can have a hundred percent and I'll pay you child support. it goodbye yeah. like, <laughs> like I'm not doing this like right. I will see my kid and be a part of her life but like what you will not do like and I don't think it'll ever come to this but I've never understood why women are like Seen this man make a peanut butter and jelly? He can't. He can't have those kids. Give them, and they'll be right back on your doorstep. <laughs> <Right? one. laughs>
1: you'll, you'll immediately have them back. That yeah, be...
0: like it'll be a boomerang. He'll be like, uh-uh yeah. that, no. You start moving out, giving up asthma pumps, stop making doctor's appointments, stop going to teacher parent teacher conferences. Yeah.
1: He'll be right back. Oh man, that's like on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like I see so many women. Like, it it was, like, a trend at one point to ask your partner, Mm -hmm. like, basic questions about your children. And, the dad's always, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who their doctor is. What? I don't know how old they are. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just, like, what? Like, what have you been doing? What have you... Especially now, it's just, like, we're all working. What's your excuse? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Like, we're... Literally, we're all working. So, like, how... When I was pregnant,
0: my goal was to be a really good dad. Yeah. Like, in fact, when I looked at parenting books, I looked at, like, the, like, the science of parenting for sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, the day-to-day of parenting, I would specifically find articles about being a good father.
1: Right. Yeah. And I'd be like,
0: that's manageable. Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Obviously, I didn't do that because I love my kid. And
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, like, to, if you have the thought experiment of, like, how to be a good father and, like, following yeah. that to its conclusion is, like, really being a babysitter,
1: part of Yeah. Time. No, I'm, I am a cancer, like, a triple cancer mm-hmm. through and through. I'm going to be so terrible. Like, I'm going to be so involved. <laughs> My kids are going to be like, this is actually... Really bad. Yeah. Can you please leave us alone? Give us some space. Like hanging out in their doorway, like two ah, do guys want I to, want to hang mom? out, I Made some pizza rolls. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I, I
0: want to be that mom. So back to Wendy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she's fighting Lori Schiller, former financial advisor. Lori has been fired mm-hmm. since before um, this goes on. Wendy files a response to Wells Fargo saying that like. She's not a victim of influ- uh, undue influence, financial exp- exploitation, things like that. Like, she's not doing mm-hmm. anything undue with her money. But it's like, girl, that is not a response we should be giving to banks. I'm not yeah. blaming Wendy. I'm blaming the situation we have put banks mm-hmm. in. Yeah. like. It does not matter. Like, I've never seen Elon have to justify what he's doing with his money. Right. And he should. Right. If anybody's going to trigger any kind of financial guardianship, (laughs) guidance, custody, it should be for people who do erratic things with their money. Right. Not people who, I don't know, maybe buy a couple sex toys and that's unlike them.
1: Yeah.
0: Why is it that... 90-year-olds across the country can buy thousands of dollars in Visa gift cards and send it overseas. Right. Or, quote-unquote, get their grandchild out of jail, um, who they haven't seen in 20 years. But, like, like, Wendy can't have a shopping spree. Right. It is her right to spend all money.
1: Yeah. I'm just – this is so not funny, but I was thinking – about it. Like, Anna Nicole Smith's husband. <laughs> no okay. one was like, take the cards, take them. Like, like, no, like,
0: no. Like, y'all let Michael Jackson buy multiple giraffes. And nobody said, stop the presses. <laughs> like, quite literally. Do not transfer that fucking money.
1: What are he you going to buy mean? a third giraffe? Like,
0: <laughs> like what do you need three for? Like, yeah. like, as a banker, I'm looking where you're storing them. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay, you want to have all this influence over individual private lives of citizens? Okay, have it. Mm-hmm. For everyone. Not mm-hmm. just black ladies who you arbitrarily believe yeah. to be irresponsible. Yeah. Which like conjures up a whole bunch of tropes about yeah. what financial institutions think about black folks speaking, yeah. specifically black women. Yeah. And the fact that we're letting this go on right after Miss Britney Spears finds her freedom.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, there is no free Wendy movement.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I didn't even hear about this. But most of all, like, what's to stop them from doing
1: it to any one of us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could have, like... It's... I mean, yeah, this... I feel like this does set the precedent that you could have, like, one public breakdown. Yeah. And, like, just... Zero access for the rest of your life. That's not okay. If they did that to Tom Cruise after t- couch jumping, like. If they did? Uh,
0: if they did that. Oh, I was like, there's no, they did not. They, do not. they if, couldn't have. <laughs> if they did that to him after couch jumping, like, yeah. there would have been no Tom and Katie wedding, first of all. Yeah. But second, the power of Scientology would have come down on them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <100%. laughs> They're a scary bunch. That's Literally, I okay.
0: Maybe we can save this for the the last part of the episode. But like, I've had a run in with Scientology. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am not it? proud. Like,
1: no, I'll tell you my thoughts on this after. But... It,
0: it wasn't like I was at risk of being a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. It was I was hungry and they had food. Mm-hmm. Like I was just being a little gremlin. Yeah, and like didn't want to spend my own money. Yeah, I was sure. Like, I love a little finger sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like I love a little croissant. Yeah. <laughs> also let me charge my phone here. Um yeah. I was gonna
1: say I feel like um I'm not a strong willed person, so I don't know why I like want to test myself in these mm-hmm. ways. But I've always thought like could I go into that Scientology building and like make it out or like would I would I fall victim? i just always wanted to test it.
0: I would not fall victim simply because I would not want to follow through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you have to do so much as a Scientologist. Yeah, you have to tell them all your secrets. Like, oh,
1: really? Yeah,
0: that's why they. That's why Tom can't leave. Yeah, they record all of your oh, secrets.
1: that's wild. As therapy. What if he just like lied the whole time? Um,
0: I. I don't know if anybody's thought of that. Maybe Leah Remini has, which is why she doesn't. Like why she doesn't. And, like, care. Do
1: you just like I feel like that'd be so funny to just go in and like make up things that are clearly lies and could be proven later. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I think the problem was I was at that point in my life, before actual therapy, I was too much of a gremlin, borderline a scammer. And I was like, if you're a Scientologist, you're rich. And each mm-hmm. one of you looks like a target and like i would be doing a parallel scam yeah of other scammers i kind of like
1: that that's like a
0: fun and i know that they would disappear me Mm -hmm. like (laughs) also i would never show up to anything like i would be asleep like or busy yeah you have to show up to so much shit like like every other
1: day did they give you like a pamphlet like a rundown
0: i saw a little video and they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for oh, these really? dietetics, dianetics, or whatever bullshit. Wow. Um, and, like, you pay for the treatments pretty much where you tell them your life. Okay. And it's like, that's what TikTok's for. Right. Go on
1: YouTube. Right. I can just trauma dump on some stranger from Hinge if I'm really... If my therapist isn't cutting it that week, you know? Go
0: breakdance in the ER lobby. I guarantee you, you'll have 72 hours of unmitigated <laughs> access to somebody you can trauma dump on.
1: Not a breakdancing in the lobby. You'd have to, I feel like you'd have to do more than that. Start screaming. You know what I mean? If I saw somebody doing the worm, I'm like, hold them. Like, right, on the, Like, and suddenly <laughs> you know, I'm concerned. Like, have you ever been to the ER? yes I've I been haven't. to multiple ERs I've never don't go yeah the only time I think I should have gone to an ER mm-hmm. I got so drunk instead. Yeah, yeah was <laughs> like girl like, let's do it like they did I no was in West. yeah I was in so much pain and it was like stop this is all that I can do
0: I did that when I, I cracked one of my back teeth and had to get a oh crown like my yeah. birthday weekend my just past yeah. birthday weekend and I was like could like my yeah. brain could not find pain medication nothing yeah and I was like got a drink yeah. like I need some warm alcohol because my tooth was too sensitive for cold yeah. just like started chugging alcohol and fell asleep in my downstairs no, that's,
1: I this was like exactly a year ago I dropped. 104 pounds of concrete on my foot oh, that, when
0: that happened you broke your foot yeah you definitely should have gone to the
1: ER. and i broke it i broke it in like it was like seven six or seven places so, later oh, wait
0: no 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 no
1: let's go back yeah how did you get help i didn't so what i did was i fucking i saw this is how you know that this is like me in the story too i saw my neighbor pulling in like right as it was happening And instead of being, like, he could help me, I was, like, this is so embarrassing. I need to crawl out of this situation. So I fucking crawled inside.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm, like, my foot is, like, basically dangling because I can't, like, move it. You know what I mean? It was, like, in so much pain. And it wasn't even that bad yet because, like, nothing had started to, like, swell or anything. Mm -hmm. But I, like, took it out of my shoe. I luckily had shoes on. Mm -hmm. Like, I was moving concrete. I wouldn't do that barefoot, but like, yeah. whatever. So, I came inside and then I called my mom and I was like, this shit is not right. Like, this is not okay. You should be able to control your foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need you to come over. She, she, like, works in the medical field mm-hmm. and she was supposed to come over anyway, but it was like four hours before she was supposed to come over. Mm-hmm. She did not come for the full four hours. I'm like sitting here. I had oh, I had no painkillers. I knew I didn't have any. Is she a boomer? Yes. Mm. She did not even think I needed to go to the doctor. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. this is a fin at this point. Yeah. Like, I should absolutely go to a doctor. But I so I came in, she was telling me it was gonna be a while. I couldn't get a hold. This is actually why I finally broke up with my boyfriend yeah. because he like would not come over. Like no one was willing to come over, and I was like, "Oh my god, am I just?" I totally would have come over. I know it doesn't mean anything no, now, but well, I totally would have come over. I didn't call anyway I think any of my friends would have. but yeah. I only called my mom and my boyfriend. I'm like, who they who should be there? Right, like, you right. You call the people who si- literally signed up to yeah. be in your life to yeah. do things like this. Yes, <laughs> and they did not come. So I started just like pounding whiskey and watching yeah. the circle.
0: Oh God. upstairs
1: and I like put my foot up I put ice on it and I just got drunk and I didn't feel I didn't feel shit the whole night like huh. they all eventually came a few hours later and yeah I didn't feel I not feel anything and then the next day I was like this is, this is bad. really bad I I dragged my foot basically to go break up with my boyfriend and then i <laughs> said that was
0: the last fucking straw. Yeah, like yeah
1: i literally died went to his house and i was like pack my shit i cannot run around your apartment right now but yeah. like pack it i'm not doing this ever again and then i dragged my little foot back yeah into my car no you should be proud of that breakup yeah i like you could have been on you could have had sepsis on your deathbed. You said right. the last act <laughs> of my life won't be to end this relationship. Like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And so Yeah. And then the next morning I told my boss, I was like, first of all, my foot is mangled. Second, oh. <laughs> my like many year long relationship it just ended. Third, I don't think I will have my dog anymore. Fourth, I will not oh. be showing up to work for like two days. Godspeed. Goodbye. (laughs) And then I did not have health insurance so I was like at urgent care and he did my little x-ray. What's your little x-ray? I was like crying too and he at one point he was like how bad is the pain? Like, do you need to go to the hospital? And I had to be, like, I actually just broke up with my boyfriend, and that's why oh, I'm crying. Not
0: the emotional pain. Yeah. yeah. I was,
1: like, it does not feel good, but I am not in, like, excruciating <laughs> physical pain. It's more mental. Yeah. And then he wheeled me around in a wheelchair because I, like, couldn't walk. Yeah. yeah. To right? hear a little squeak of the wheels. Yeah. And they, like, had to put my foot up in the x-ray machine, and then he came back. And he was, like, Well, maybe it's not broken. They came back and he was like, it's actually very broken in many places. And you don't have health insurance. So
0: he just did it.
1: He like fixed it right there. No, he was like, you should go to a podiatrist, but it's going to be like a few grand out of pocket. And I was like, and then what's the alternative? And he was like, you could go buy some like gauze at CVS and like wrap it. He gave me a boot, like $200 for that boot. And then I spent all summer having to like, wrap my own foot and to this day my big toe is yeah. like probably five or six centimeters longer on the foot that broke than the yeah. other one and it hurts yeah. all the time. Well now that you have insurance you should go to a podiatrist. Well I did go back to a doctor and they were saying that they could re break it yeah. and reset it and I was like I'm unwilling. You I would to do that though. Because yeah not- you're gonna get arthritis in your foot. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Do it now. Yeah. Heal up. I'm gonna do it. I wanna do it after I do the marathon this year. I will You're do gonna it. do a marathon on a, an improperly broken foot? Yeah, I'm gonna do it, I'll re break it in November. So, how's Wendy? <laughs> I mean, we're pretty
0: much done talking about Wendy. Like, I'm a Wells Fargo, former slave dealers. Right. Like, documented Literally, slavers yeah. are continuing to enslave black yeah. women. Surprised to no one, but like from a girl who needed welfare in OA, it seems mm-hmm. like you should not be asking what the girlies are doing with their own right. friends. Right, like, <laughs> right, right. Mind right. your business. <laughs> yeah. Because you needed a hand up.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah.
0: Like you were the one crying at Congress. We're doing the fail.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Mortgages. What's bothering you this week?
1: I think I did just share a lot about the toe, and maybe that is what's bothering me. Yeah. Um. I did. I actually was thinking about it today because I cracked it for the first time. Yeah. Accidentally. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, is that – am I a goner again? Am I going to have to spend another summer in the boot? But I think we're okay. I think my – what's bothering me about that, though, is, like, the fact that because I did not have – I had, like, really bad marketplace insurance Mm. that they wouldn't accept anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, why am I spending – I think it was $260 a month Mm -hmm. for insurance Mm -hmm. that gets me almost nothing. Yeah. It did get me, like, a decent copay for my therapist. Yeah. So shout out to that. Yeah. But everything else, I was just, like, why am I – so this isn't going to cover anything. So beyond that, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, unfortunately, yeah. But that's like so wild to me. I was just like, okay, so this. I've been putting hundreds of dollars in every month just to get what. A shake, a hand. Right, <laughs> some gauze at CVS yeah. that I also had to buy out of pocket. Yeah, like we'll always no. hate the healthcare system in this country forever, until it maybe changes. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think somebody, like, I don't know what it's going to take to change it, but I think it's more likely that the healthcare system will change, than we'll have gun control.
1: I do, too. I think that, I know we're going to do a whole episode on this, but I do think that the healthcare system is probably the one policy point that I think is most primed for, yeah. like, real grassroots advocacy. Yeah. And has like very clear tangible goals yeah and clear policy points and clear like legislation so I I do think that that is more likely I slightly think that um some slight student loan debt cancellation is also likely yeah I mean
0: 10,000 I think he'll at least do which is like yeah girly that should have been first day in office yeah
1: right that should have been like a a
0: bonus you and Kamala were strutting down that hallway taking photos for two weeks we haven't forgotten right I'm gonna say something here that I think maybe is controversial but shouldn't be yeah I don't think that you should like a president
1: I don't think you should either that that always used to bother me too i think because i i was such a burning bro yeah but i fuck that man like i literally don't care as long as if he's not serving me in my interest yeah. and like my interests are aligned with like the broader people yeah. it's just like i don't care i don't care about him i like, don't care about his life your local like,
0: city council person yeah they should be likable they're yeah. your city council person
1: like, even, like,
0: your mayor should yeah. be, like, well-liked and well-received in your city. Yeah. But for you to, like, be such self-centered that you think that yeah. the president
1: yeah. should be likable yeah is weird. But okay. Do we do one listener question? Or wait, what was bothering you?
0: Oh, what's bothering me this week? Um, honestly, why are sports not fucking over? Like, yeah. they just keep going and going and going. Like, yeah. please stop. The girls have played all the sports they can play. Like mm-hmm. we've got a hockey, we've got a baseball, we've got a basketball, and in September we're having football. Something again. The girlies are coming back to like have fun at football camp again, and that's just too much. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a woman who prefers maybe um, New York Times
1: cooking mm-hmm. over <laughs>
0: ESPN, yeah. I live yeah. with a person who prefers espn yeah. and has no idea that new york times cooking exists yeah
1: when do you get a break you know
0: it's like i'm hearing the squeak 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 of a basketball at all hours oh, yeah, yeah and then like the crack of a baseball mm-hmm. right after that or before that or somehow and then at night i'm hearing
1: whoa, whoa of
0: a hockey Okay. Something
1: of a hockey fight. I was ice. so curious what that what that sport was. That's how they do it. I was they like, like, Oh, he watches karate?
0: Like, like martial sh- arts. Sh- 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 that's how they sound yeah. on the ice and then yeah. like the announcers are like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, baby, no. Yeah. And then every once in a while there's also an MMA fight, and there's not a season for that. People yeah. fight at all, all hours.
1: Yeah. And whenever they feel like it, when they just get a little too much testosterone, like so uncoofed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uncouthed. Yeah okay
0: yeah so that's bothering me i please stop i'm i miss the best part of the pandemic is when you really stopped
1: yeah Sorry. there was a I'm... big break there was a big break <laughs> um, also like why do they start so late at night do we need a listener a listener yeah there's some listener questions okay the one that we got multiple times mm-hmm. see okay send us questions okay we listen we respond yeah but the one that we did get multiple times was how to make friends as an adult or how mm-hmm. to meet people mm-hmm. um I think for me lately, I've been meeting people, not friends, but I've been meeting people on dating apps mm-hmm. and then I've been meeting friends like out at the bar lately, like I think people are kind of like back at like wanting to go out and yeah. it's like warm out so you can do like outside bar things or outside patios mm-hmm. or I have sort of like I have friends that are maybe like a little bit newer in the last like few years. Yeah. Where I don't know all of their friends and I've just been hanging out with them more yeah. when their friends are also there, like going to things like that. So I don't know if that's that helpful. Are you like do you ever just like approach people out? It's been a while.
0: Um yeah. definitely pre-pandemic, I, I would be more likely to approach someone. I think I've just been socialized to keep yeah. my distance at this point. Yeah, and also when I'm out, out, I'm mm-hmm. just like getting my things and going back.
1: Okay, uh-huh. I think yeah. I feel like we're both very extroverted people, though. Yeah. So like, this is not I, we're like not really the ones to ask. I think I don't think I've ever had like a hard time. Yeah, I think people. So. Um, Sorry, listener. Just be more extroverted. Just.
0: I also think like people have periphery friends and associates Yeah, and if you wrote down a list of people that you met, like even going through your Instagram or your Twitter Mm -hmm. or whatever social media and like finding people that you know in real life that you even like maybe sort of have interacted with once or twice Mm -hmm. that you don't have a deep friendship, like that's a mine for real. Like deepening those connections, and I think, like you were saying, like that can introduce you to more people. Yeah, you already have a security blanket in that person that you're forming a connection
1: in. Yeah, yeah. So you
0: can like kind of create a network through them.
1: Yeah,
0: even if it's like, even if you're like, I don't like doing things in person, or my schedule mm -hmm. doesn't allow, or whatever. Like, I. Like, doing things, at least virtually, that mm-hmm. I haven't done before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same, like, game nights and stuff. Game so nights, online.
0: trivia, stuff like that. Yeah. But also, like, saying yes to more.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a part of it, too, where you just have to, like, kind of adjust to, like, the discomfort. Maybe, like, if that is hard for you mm-hmm. to, like, go out and meet new people. That like yeah, just leaning into it a little bit. Like, I think, yeah, what you were just saying, too, like, I recently went out with a friend that I'm not, like, super close to. Yeah. But we hang out a little bit, and, like, they had invited me to go out to, like, this event with them, and then they were with, like, eight other people. Mm-hmm. And now I've hung out with, like, two of those people. Like, since then, I feel like, yeah, it was just... Yeah. You just gotta, I don't know, kind of put yourself up there, talk to people. I think they're more, like... I don't even know if this is the right term, but
0: more, like, butch guys, like, mm-hmm. already have like an advantage because there's enough people who like, I think guys just bond by talking about sports.
1: What if you're a guy that doesn't like sports?
0: Then you can, I think more people are likely to take your outside interest more seriously anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 If you're a guy. And
0: so that will open you up to a community. And I think Mm -hmm. being open about interests that you have are no. ways to like get friends. Like every once in a while, like I'll put on my Insta stories, like I love this podcast, mm-hmm. or yeah,
1: like, yeah,
0: a, a video that I see on TikTok that I really resonate mm-hmm. with, cool. yeah. and then you get people like to quickly like interact, like love that's so funny mm-hmm. or whatever. And every once in a while, you find one or two people that maybe you don't interact with as much, yeah, that like you can start a conversation with, and I. I know that's, like, difficult, but it's a little bit easier online.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, volunteering, too. I've had, like, like mm-hmm. meeting people through yeah. volunteering before. Um, And I think now more places are open to volunteering in person, too, where you can actually, like, meet people. Yeah. And then you already know that, like, you have something in common that you can talk about. Yeah.
0: And I think, and this seems, like, really, like, I don't know obvious and not really helpful but I do think it does actually help like when you put it into practice going somewhere with a mindset of I'm gonna meet someone new yeah yeah I'm going to connect with someone intentionally yeah changes the way that you interact with the space Mm -hmm. even if you're going with people you already know right
1: like going to a
0: dinner or a bar and saying like
1: I I just want to make a new connection today Mm -hmm. I think
0: that's a really good
1: yeah and
0: being okay if you don't.
1: Yeah, being okay if you don't. Okay, that was kind of a nice note. Maybe the yeah. world isn't so fucked. Yeah. Okay.